I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now it's very nutritious and highly recommended. By whom? The Dutch royal family. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping Up Appearances, the luxury podcast. This is the companion podcast for exploring the world of Hyacinth Bouquet and the hit BBC sitcom Keeping Up Appearances. My name's Jonathan Vernon-Smith and with me as ever is William Hansen. Yes, we're here because, as you know, we absolutely love Hyacinth and her world in Keeping Up Appearances and we want you to enjoy it all as much as we do. Now, in each episode of our luxury podcast, William and I take you through an episode of Keeping Up Appearances, delving deep into the world of the bouquets. Today is the third episode of the fourth series. So what can we expect in this, William? Well, this is the celebrity for the barbecue. Here's the plot. Hyacinth is very put out when she hears that the Barker Finches down the road have attracted a local celebrity to their recent barbecue. She decides she will have to go one better by doing something different and comes up with the Outdoors Indoors Luxury Barbecue with Finger Buffet in her dining room. Meanwhile, Daisy is obsessed with the idea that Onslow is having an affair and reinvents herself with a glitzy makeover assisted by Rose. This is a superb episode. It's just like the last one, just like What to Wear When Yachting. It's a good, if you've never seen Hyacinth, watch this. And of course, and you know why, Mm. this episode has particular meaning for me. Yes. We'll get on to that later. Because you two have had a glitzy makeover. I (laughs) (laughs) I do have experienced something that occurs in this episode. Yes. Hyacinth and Richard in bed again in their lovely comfy bed, William, we discussed in the last episode. Yes. Why break down that set from last week? You've got it again this week. (laughs) Yes. And Hyacinth can't sleep again. She's up. She's worried. She does a lot of worrying in her sleep, doesn't she? Yeah, she's worried about Sonia Barkerfinch. Now, we've, we've said previously in the previous series that, because um, I think the Barkerfinches are in the sofa episode in series two. That's who she wants to come out. Oh, they're all in the garden at Villa Costa Blanca mm. uh, or whatever it is. Um, but there she's just Mrs. Barkerfinch. Yes. Whereas in this episode, we know that Barkerfinch is first name is Sonia. Sonia. So we have a little, little, little bit of information. And the Sonia Barkerfinch muttering that we get in the bedroom and then later in the kitchen. My friend Ashley and I will often just text each other randomly with Sonia Barker Finch. (laughs) I've had a night of mental anguish. She's uh, very concerned that Sonia Barker Finch Mm. has had a barbecue. Yes. A celebrity was invited to this barbecue. And when she wakes Richard up to inform him of her sleeplessness, she says to him the lovely line, you know me, I haven't got a snobbish bone in my body. (laughs) 
you lots of laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Because Sonia Barker Finch has invited the Douglas Chater. Not the Douglas Chater. The Douglas Chater, William. I've always wanted to meet him. (laughs) Really? Richard has no idea who the Douglas Chater is. Why would you? No, and if you're listening to this, Bucketheads, and you don't know who Douglas Chater is, well, more fool you. I'm gaslighting everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say. He does not exist, as far as we know. We cut to Onslow and Daisy, and Daisy's worried and jealous. Mm. It's a fairly inconsequential scene. It is completely inconsequential. If I'm honest. Yes, it is. But it breaks up Hyacinth and Richard, because, of course, we needed Hyacinth and Richard to get out of bed. Yes. By the time we cut back to them, they are. They're preparing breakfast all over again. It's like deja vu, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And we learn a little bit of information about the Douglas Chater. He is a cement salesman. Right. Which is my backup plan, if anything goes wrong with etiquette. You want to sell cement? Yes. Oh, I think that would be super. Yeah. Sonia Barker Finch. There's also the lovely moment that we realise Hyacinth is trying to wean Richard on to a new breakfast cereal. This is not a cornflake establishment. No. Instead, he's going to start eating an exclusive European high-fibre breakfast cereal. With a crest on the packet. You know what that is? It's not, it's not, it's not very. <laughs> no, I think it's Alpen. Oh. It's Alpen, isn't it? Yes. Hasn't that got a crest? Yes, but if it's sold in this country, it wouldn't be the Dutch one. But maybe it's got a British one. Where's, Al- where's Alpen from? Switzerland. I mean, it's probably from Kidderminster, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's Mark. <laughs> Do they even still sell Alpen? I don't know. I used to have Alpen as a child. How do you say it? Alpen. Alpen. <laughs> oh, I must have a bill of Alpen. Mummy. <laughs> Mummy, where's my Alpen? <laughs> anyway, he's having an exclusive European high-fibre breakfast cereal. So, in future, when people ask you what you have for breakfast, don't say cornflakes. Tell them, quite truthfully, that you eat an exclusive European high-fibre breakfast cereal. Talking of breakfasts, mm-hmm. I had your breakfast today. Because earlier on today I had a photo shoot, so I didn't want to get puffy carbon dairy face. So I had a banana over the bin and some nuts. Now, um, I know that this has cropped up once or twice before, William, mm. but I, you keep popping up on my social media eating a banana. <laughs> What's going on? Why, do you, why are you everywhere eating a banana with a knife and fork? Yeah. Like a lunatic. Well, I've done... <laughs> <laughs> I've do- years ago I did a show for Channel 5. Sorry, Hyacinth. I did a show for Channel 5 uh, and uh, on Royal Etiquette, and we had to do How to Eat a Banana formally. And now, going back a while ago, and we are talking about 100 years ago, you would eat a banana as part of a fruit dessert course um, with a knife and fork. Please tell me you don't eat one like that. No, because I'm not a massive fan of bananas. Oh, they're very good for you. Well, 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 that's why I had it this morning. Mm. Uh, Anyway, so that's done the round. Someone made it a meme and laughed at me. I don't know why. And so I decided to correct that. I would do how to eat a banana more regularly, which is not where you uh, peel off the skin and sort of eat it. You break a bit off and eat chunk by chunk because then oh, it looks less Goodness um, sake, less you didn't problematic. do that. But it has helped because your face doesn't look puffy. <laughs> so well done. You should have that every morning. Well, I might. Yes, I thought bananas were full of sugar. They are. But, but it's good quality sugar, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the kind you burn off. Hmm, maybe I should switch to banana and yes. nut. And what sort of nuts do you have? My fruit and nut mix. A oh, fruit and nut mix. A fruit and nut mix. It's from a very expensive shop. You couldn't afford it. <laughs> I'll stick to my Alpen. <laughs> well, the shop I buy it from sounds a bit similar to Alpen. Oh, does it? Mm. 
D on the end. <laughs> trying to work out. LD. Oh, LD. <laughs> so well, that's an I, technically. But okay. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, nice Royal Warren chat as well. Yeah. Yes. It's the Dutch Royal family. And actually, I mean, by the time this episode goes out, we might know. But, you know, one of the exciting things is we're going to get new royal warrants from the king. And will Queen Camilla have a warrant? Do you think that our podcast might be royal warranted? You have to be in the... Unless they change the rules for this monarch, you have to have supplied for five years. Well, how long have we done this podcast? Well, not five years. Oh. About two and a half. like it. (laughs) More so for our listeners. Maybe we'll... Maybe we'll stagger the gap between series four and five. <laughs> there we go. Imagine if we yes. became the first Royal Warranted podcast. podcast. Oh. oh, do you know what? I might just stick one on the logo anyway. Yes. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Sue us. <laughs> Sue us. Onsrow and Daisy. Um, well, we cut back to them, and Daisy's still worried that Onslow's having an affair. Yes, he's a menace to the female sex. Do you know what? I, I mean, I'm sorry to, to go all a bit woke, but I didn't like the line. Oh, that Onslow says, oh, the Karma Sutra to me was like an owner's, owner's manual. manual. I was like, well, what does that imply? Why no. is that? Why are you being, what, what do you mean? Well, owner's manual. So yeah. he is the owner of. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, you're taking it very literally, aren't you? <laughs> Sorry. Your generation. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like, I love the fact when Daisy gets out of bed and she's sitting at her dressing table sort of facing the bed, the tights over the mirror. Oh, I have noticed that. She's got a pair of that. tights hanging over the mirror. Right. It's quite fun. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got to hang them up somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Mm. We go back to the kitchen. Elizabeth has come for coffee. Oh, yes. Marvellous moment. Elizabeth! <laughs> it's not that I'm the slightest bit interested, of course, but uh, did you by any chance get to that barbecue? And Hyacinth's arranging some cut flowers. Yes. Have you noticed that? Yes. It's rather nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice, nice sort of bit of business. Yeah, well, I, I'm said. assuming Liz has brought them round for her. That's nice. Yes, nice neighbourly gesture from Liz. Yeah, that's good. Um, and uh, Hyacinth does some fishing to see whether Liz has gone to the Barker Finch's barbecue. That's right. She's well, really just looking for Liz information. Has. Yeah. No, Liz hasn't been there. The phone rings and coffee goes everywhere. <laughs> Don't worry about that table, Elizabeth. I'm sure it's not beyond the bounds of Western technology to resurface it. <laughs> It's my sister Daisy, she says. She's not the one with the swimming pool, sauna and room for a pony. No, that's very true. No. Um, So Elizabeth's trying to clear up after the coffee's gone everywhere. And Richard arrives through the back door, startles Elizabeth and... Well, that would startle you, wouldn't it? Of course. The coffee goes everywhere all over again. Yes, and we learn that Dad is on the roof. (laughs) He is on the roof. Quite. I do think when it then cuts to Daisy's side of the phone call... On so and Daisy's and, and Daisy's sort of finishing. It's quite a nice sisterly moment where she sort of is rather pleadingly saying to Hyacinth, you'll ring me, promise. I think it's quite nice. Again, a little tender moment to remind us that they are, although they're very different, they are sisters and love each other. We'll arrange something else. You'll ring me, promise. Hyacinth arrives back in the kitchen. Elizabeth mm. has gone. Hyacinth isn't really that bothered because um, they quickly get onto the subject of C.P. Benedict. Yeah, I think Richard rather clunkily, I mean, obviously he's doing the script that's provided, clunkily drops in about old C.P. Mm. uh, As if he's known this person for so long. It turns out he's met him for about five minutes. Yes. Hyacinth, of course, hears the name C.P. Benedict 
and latches onto this immediately because she realises he's the garden centre king. Why are you pulling that funny face? No, I wondered if I had anything to say, but I don't think I do. <laughs> what a pity. Yes. Um, a short episode, this. <laughs> uh, Richard drops in that he knows C.P. Benedict. Of course, Hyacinth says, mm. oh, the garden centre king. And of course, a seed is planted in Hyacinth's Ooh, mind. I like that metaphor. Yes. <laughs> yes. That this is how she's going to be able to outdo Sonia mm. Barker Finch. Because presumably, someone who runs a garden centre, a little bit more upmarket than a builder. Much more. Yeah. Particularly someone who makes cement. Yes, even if he is earlier on in the episode, he's one of Britain's leading builders and merchants. The garden centre king. He runs a garden centre. But yes. hasn't he been on television, dear, in that gardening programme? I think he has been. <laughs> <laughs> Richard! The car is on the way, the Rover 216. Very Queen Mother outfit. With Hyacinth and Richard, and they're heading towards, do you know where the, what the name of the garden centre is? Charlcote Garden. Charlcote Garden Centre. Is it real or is it made up? It's real. It's real! As everything is. BBC product placement laws apparently did not uh, exist in the early 90s. Although, do you notice there is one sign where they have Charlcote Garden Centre and then at the bottom, proprietor C.P. C. Benedict. Benedict. Yes. Love it. I don't think I've ever gone to a garden centre where it's got the proprietor's name. No, have you not? Outside. Have you? Well, I tend to go to a garden centre that is named after Mr uh-huh. and Mrs owner. Ah. Mm, very okay. exclusive. They'd never been round for an indoors-outdoors luxury barbecue. Well, you need to get to know them better. Clearly I do. Yes. Have you been to this garden centre? Charlcote? Mm. No. Uh, have you? No, we should go. We should. We should go on tour. Yes. They're in the garden centre. Yes. We don't really see much of what goes on in the garden centre. We don't need to. No, but we learn that not only does Richard know old CP, he knows the dog as well. <laughs> he does know the dog. That's and true. actually, they, they say that if you're, if you know, people that have gone through breakups or whatever, get a dog because they're a very good way to meet people through dogs. If other people's they are dogs. actually, yeah, mm. you know all the people in your village. Oh, I know dogs, everyone yeah. with the dog. Do you know the dog's name or do you know the owner's name? Um, normally the dogs. Mm. Yes. Mm. But a little tip, if you are ever single, mm. get a puppy and go to a town centre on a busy Saturday and everybody wants to stop and say hello. Oh. Oh, yes. Well, there we go. There you go. Little. That's free of charge. Top tip. Quite. Um, it cuts back to the car and this was what it was all about. The trip to the garden centre, it was all about stocking up on plants. It's packed full of plants. It is packed full of plants. And I have experienced this many times. Anybody that's ever been to a well-known Swedish superstore mm. um, will, I'm sure, have had moments where they've driven home with a car that resembles Hyacinth and <laughs> Richard's Rover 216, stuffed full of plants. I love the fact when Hyacinth says, mind the tree. Obviously, someone's in the back it pushing that tree. Falls so forward, it's a great it? timing. I yes. mean, it's lovely. Yeah. And actually, when that tree does fall over, you can sort of see, you can almost see, I'm going to use their real names, Patricia and Clive, as if they're our friends, um, kind of start to lose it because it's funny that, that they are being attacked by the tree, but they manage to get back into character. Hyacinth mentions the fact in the car that the reason for all these plants is that she is planning a luxury indoors-outdoors barbecue to invite the C.P. Benedict. 
It is actually an outdoors indoors luxury barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Is that the phone? I'd better get it. It's bound to be somewhat important. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back, Bucketheads. We are talking about the third episode of Series 4, A Celebrity for the Barbecue, and uh, Hyacinth has just arrived home from the garden centre. She's on the phone to the vicar. Yes, although we don't, sadly, we don't have the vicar in this. No. He's just Uh, referred to. In fact, I think she's on the phone to the vicar's wife, isn't she? Initially. Oh, no, I think the vicar and then the wife picks up. Yes, that's right. Yes, because the vicar makes a funny noise. Yes. Again. And there there is, um, there's a nice, again, good good gag, sort of a, a... Solid gag. You must come, we're having C.P. Benedict. (laughs) (laughs) Which does sound like a meal. And the vicar's wife thinks it is. It's um, the invitation of the century Mm. to her outdoors, indoors, luxury barbecue with finger buffet. Yeah, and she's she's doing this tonight. She only had the idea in the morning. I mean, good on Hyacinth, because I couldn't pull off something of that scale. And especially later on in the episode when we cut to it, and you see the array of food... When's she done all this? Mm. She's a machine. She is a social machine. She's excellent. Of course, the one snag with this plan mm. is they haven't yet invited C.P. Benedict. No. In fact, Hyacinth's never even met C.P. Benedict, so she has to try and um, find a way mm. of accessing him, yep. which appears to be in a bank. Mm. Rather peculiar scene, this, isn't it? Yes, it's it's odd. It's sort of banking in the old days. Yes. Um, we, we have the addition of the finger buffet added to the outdoors, indoors, luxury barbecue in the bank. They it's sort of It's getting longer. Um, the guy behind Richard, though, looks like a robber because he's sort of so sort of, he's got stubble and he's very tall. And he's just holding his bag of coins. I always, as a child, I used to think, oh, it's a robber paying in his cash. But <laughs> I don't think robbers do that, Gosh. as far as I know. Um, the cashier, the actress who plays the cashier, a fantastic name. Clavissa Newcomb. Oh. Clavissa. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, that's a nice name. If you ever have a child... They shall be called Clavissa. Clavissa. Yes. Or a cat. Yes. <laughs> or a child. I think I'll stick with a child. Are you going to have a child? No, but I would rather call a child Clavissa. Well, I think it works for any kind of human or animal. 
<laughs> what does C.P. Benedict look like? I see him as tall and tanned and distinguished. He's quite ordinary looking, really. Ordinary? Richard, I will not have you describe my guest of honour in that manner. Hyacinth's on the phone to Elizabeth and she's inviting Elizabeth and Emmett. Yes, and they decide that more plants are needed. So Richard gets sent right back to the garden centre. Shall we at this point just talk about your own outdoors, indoors, luxury barbecue? I think we should. So when I was... 30. It wasn't 30. I was being nice. When I was 40, Mm. I had a surprise party sprung on me. Yes. um, By my very good friends, Mm. um, largely organised by the real vicar. Yes. In my local pub, where I arrived, as I would do normally, Mm. for copious amounts of alcohol. At 10 o'clock in the morning. Only to find the pub was absolutely stuffed with plants. (laughs) And people. And people, because... I was having my very own indoors, outdoors, outdoors, indoors, luxury barbecue with finger buffet. Yes, and it was great fun. Yes. I met some lovely, lovely of you. I met lots of you, love. I met a lot of your lovely colleagues. (laughs) I met your father. You did meet my father. He appeared behind a shrub, didn't he? He did. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Smoking out. Chewing a drumstick. Yes. It was really good. It, it was, was really lovely. Good. Yeah. It was one of the best nights of my life. I think the only party. thing I regret is I was sadly driving. Oh, was I? Maybe I wasn't actually. No, I don't think I was. No. So I could I drink. seem to remember you had a you had a few gins. Yes, well then I wouldn't have been driving. A few gins and a taxi home, I seem that to remember. That was it. It was a taxi mm, home. It was yes. probably a very expensive taxi. <laughs> yes. That was an expensive old outdoors indoors luxury barbecue. How often do you go to them? So you've got to make an Never. effort. Exactly. Have you ever been to one before or no, after? No. There you go. One thing your outdoors indoors did lack. What was that? CP Benedict. Yes, there was no CP Benedict. No. But never mind. Although there were a few gardeners there. Oh, were there? Yeah, but no garden centre kings. No. no. Or leading builders merchants. <laughs> Alas. Um, yes, and uh, Liz is actually quite looking forward to... Uh, to go into this outdoors indoors yes uh, because she wants advice for her rubber plant well if that's going to be the high spot of the evening i think i might have a drink or two <laughs> you usually do on hyacinth occasions <laughs> and sometimes even before we get there we quickly cut to hyacinth's dining room mm. that now a bit like my local pub does resemble a jungle inside yes and really interestingly in harold snow's book this dining room we've seen the dining room before but the dining room for this is a set on location. Really? Yeah. It was done at Manor Hall Conference and Training Centre in Leamington Spa. Gosh. And I don't understand that because I can't see why they needed to do that. Why can't they bring plants into Television Centre? Well, maybe and it was also just they ease. It, because they use of... it for like a minute. Yeah, but I presume it must have been about, I don't know combining where all of the actors were at one time and maybe yeah. the garden centre had offered the plants for loan or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe, because so, you know. they didn't need quite a lot. They needed <laughs> a lot of plants, absolutely. And it is a hilarious set. Yes, it's fun. Uh, doorbell goes, uh, and uh, it's a tarted up, if I can still say that, uh, Rose and Daisy. Why? Oh, God, can't we say that now? I don't know, but I'm just going to... Oh, goodness, where's Captain like... Woke come from all of a sudden? Yes, anyway, Rose turning up looking like a right old tart with yes. Daisy. And Hyacinth, of course, is horrified. 
because she thought it was going to be the CP Benedict William. And he's arriving as she's trying to get rid of them. And of course, are we shocked? Rose and CP have a history. Do you know what car he arrives in? No. Now, you know I love an old car. Mm. And the CP Benedict arrives at Hyacinth's house in... Have a, a guess. white car. No, it's silver. Have a guess. A Rolls Royce. No. Am I in the right sort of... No. What? I'm a bit disappointed that you have... Swedish. Skoda. No, that's that's Czech Republic. Oh, Czechia. That's not called, actually. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, God. It's a Saab. A Saab? Oh, I didn't yes. know Saab was that, um, you know, that way inclined. Swedish. Swedish. Well, they don't make Saabs anymore. Oh, do they not? No. But Saabs were a luxury vehicle driven by the kind of man that would normally wear Birkenstocks, shop in Waitrose, and probably read The Independent. Ah. Okay? Yes. He arrives in a Saab, Hmm. and as you mentioned, Rose and CP go way back. Yes, and I have added, we'll do a tally at the end of Series 4, keep listening, of Rose's men. Actually, other than Mr. Patterson, who was mentioned... uh, uh, in an earlier bit, CP, we've had no other men other than CP for Rose. Now, of course, at this moment, Hyacinth has realised yet again her wonderful exclusive barbecue has been ruined by the common side of her family. Mm. So she just kind of gives up, doesn't she? Yeah, she goes in, picks up a chicken drumstick. Yes. <laughs> eats it like Wilma Flintstone. <laughs> and all of these faces appear from through the shrubs. To pass her a drink. Yes. Yeah. It's all over. A lovely, lovely episode. It is one of my faves. Yeah. Now, if you want to keep up with the bouquets, you can listen to William and me chatting through every single episode of series one, two, and three. We'll be back next week with the fourth episode of the fourth series. What can we expect in that, William? Well, it's time to greet the Commodore. Now, remember, we're always in need of your help to let other people, the most exclusive people only, please, into the world of Hyacinth Bouquet and our luxury podcast. So if you wouldn't mind inviting them over for a cup of aromatic nut-roasted special, sitting them anywhere that doesn't face the window and instructing them to listen, well, we'd be terribly grateful. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.